0: You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics.
1: The Flames are going bowling for the fourth straight season. Will they remain undefeated in postseason play? We'll tell you all you need to know about the Toledo Rockets. Plus, interim head coach Josh Aldridge joins the show. It's a Flame Central Podcast powered by Alcova Mortgage. It's a Christmas edition too. Did Joe Yonk drink too much eggnog?
2: (laughs) Oh, 100%.
1: All right, first things first, did you drink too much eggnog? Because oh, I'm ready I
2: love for this my show. Nog. Do you love eggnog? I love my eggnog. No. Best, best it's eggnog. It's good. It's good. That's good. Have you have you is had the Homestead Creamery eggnog? Homestead Creamery. Oh my gosh. <laughs> how good is that? You know that? what? Let me tell you how good it is. You better keep your shoes on because it'll knock your socks off. <laughs> That's I've how got, good it I've is.
0: I've got one in my fridge right
2: now. That's how yeah, good it is. So good.
1: I don't think I'm a huge fan of eggnog. Uh, I have not really jumped on it.
2: When Clark, yeah. when Clark yeah. scoops it down yeah, there, yeah. he the, mo-
0: the moose yeah. cup. He's got the moose coming.
2: he takes it. It's yeah. good. It's good.
1: It's good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I hey, actually hey, watched that last night. The
2: little lights aren't on.
1: Hey, the little lights aren't on because, I, you know, the the Christmas spirit around here. I only had one tree last week that you guys made fun of. I decided. Oh, yeah, you know, now we have two trees. Yeah. I don't want Matt yeah. to get jealous oh, that he doesn't course. have a Christmas tree on the show. So, you know, I'm just trying to make everyone happy, but what do you know? Joe Yogg found a way to, yeah. you know, ruin the Christmas spirit that one of the lights. We're not are ruining
2: not. the Christmas spirit. You, We're full week, of the Christmas spirit. Last
1: week you said these little ones, you can't even see them. It's so, Christmas. We are going to talk about Liberty Athletics, because
2: that's what it's this Christmas podcast
1: <laughs> is actually all about, even believe it or not. Yeah. Um let me try to say this, the, the Liberty Flames and the Toledo Rockets are playing in the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. I like to – I keep – Powered by, by
2: right. uh, Alcova uh, Mortgage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: But this is a Flame Center yeah. podcast powered by – Alcova Mortgage. Okay, yeah. thank you. Just had to get that out there. Um, so the, the Flames going bowling yeah. for the fourth straight season – um, have never lost in a bowl game, but things look a little different this year. Head coach Hugh Freeze leaving town. Yep. Um, interim head coach Josh Aldrich, who will join us shortly, is um, going to be leading the Flames into battle. So, a lot of factors. Moving parts. Yes. Moving Let's parts. A lot of moving parts. Um, you know, Jamie Chadwell, obviously not taking part in in any of the bowl festivities because he's out recruiting to put together a team for next year. So what are our initial thoughts on what to expect from the Flames in this bowl game with all of these moving parts?
0: Yeah, you know, listening to some of the guys talk here this week, uh, you're kind of just wanting to see, like, that look, right? And and Josh Aldridge has even talked about We're trying to get our edge back, right? now. We're trying to find that confidence again. And I think that's the biggest thing for the Flames because the talent is still on the field. Sure, yeah. some, guys, some guys have left since then and went to the portal, whatever. But there's still enough talent on the field for Liberty to go out there and win this game. There is. Yeah. But what we're looking for, and I think all Liberty fans are looking for, is what we really didn't see as the season kind of wrapped up, which is, like, where's that fight? Where's the focus? Mm-hmm. Because we know there were a lot of distractions. And then where, where's that edge? Where's that fight? And, and like we've kind of said all year long, it really all starts for this team. Up front on the defensive yep. line. Yep. They're the ones yep. that need to kind of yep. set the tone.
1: Joeyak, how realistic is it to think that the Flames can come in here and actually win this game with all uh, of this emotional
2: uh, disruption? Oh hundred percent. I mean this one ain't even close yeah. in my mind. This one isn't <clears throat> even close. That 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 last game had yeah. more stink than a skunk Christmas party, okay? <laughs> And that's a lot of stink. Yeah. Okay. And so you have that. You have that game that you think is this senior crew and the lead, the good leaders that yeah. are on this football team. Yeah. The Scruggs, Darrell Johnson, Mike Smith, especially on the defense of uh, Sean Clark on the defensive side of the football is that. They're not going out like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, these dudes are going to be fired up. It was disappointing to themselves first and foremost, disappointing to the school, disappointing to the to the fan base. And there is no way this team has is, is has got has got pride and they've got character and they want to put a great game together and they are going to be jacked up to play this game. In my mind, and I'm just saying this, that I really believe this, in my mind, going to this game, Liberty's gonna win this football game. They're gonna win this football game. Let's I'm go. Calling. I'm calling it right. All yeah, right, let's go. And then you got and then you got I think the defensive guys, I think the defensive guys look at the offense again. This is how it works in a football, in the locker room. Okay, this is how know. it goes Thank in the you. locker room, yeah. right? Thank you. They, this, you don't, it, it, what happens in a locker room is not all this lovey dovey like, oh, you guys are the best offense and you you guys are the best defense and you gotta pick each other up. It ain't i hate to break the news to you, but in locker in a real locker room, it ain't like that. It's more like you guys, hey, we're gonna dominate you. Okay, when they get into practice and spring ball in the fall camp, it's defense versus offense, right? And they're pressing each other. They're pushing each other. And they want each other to be better. So I guarantee you it's going to be – this game's going to be like, hey, uh, Caden Salter, hey, uh, DeMario Douglas, you guys better get over there and you better live up to your side of the deal and score some points for this bowl game because – and then they're, Caden Salter will like, say, hey, you better – not let Javio Pagio Perio, whatever his guy's name was from New Mexico. Pavia. State, Pavia
0: <laughs> pa, Diego Pavia. Diego Pavia. Yeah.
2: You better not de- let Diego Pavia, uh, in, yeah. the, in, this, in this case, it's the Finster. Yeah. You better not let, the let, the, you better yeah. not let Finn yeah. run up and down the field yeah. on you. Ooh. And so there's a, there's a challenge in, this, in the locker room that they got to get the job done. And that fuels each other. Yeah, I, h- I hope
1: so. And when you really think about it, you know, Senior Day was not ideal for these guys. Oh, right. And now That's that that distraction and those rumors are out of the way with Coach Freeze, like, these guys aren't coming back next year. So, yes, we're excited to have Chadwell as part of this this team and leading this program. But, but at the end of the day, they don't care. The you seniors, know, they want to go. Yeah, right, the seniors. The seniors yeah. it, when when you're all said and done, they want to go out and the last time in a college uniform and play what ball. What will you remember? And,
0: well, right. you'll remember this. Yeah. Like for those for these guys, Fourth if you, rank, if you Fourth do it rank. right, Fourth you're not going to remember the senior, what was your right. senior day. Right, Everybody wants that great memory. You're gonna, right. not even going to think about that. You're going to remember what we did in the roofclaim.com. Mouth of the bowl. rat bowl. Is that what Boca Raton means? Boca Raton, means?
1: did you know what that that's what that means? Really? The huh? mouth, boca, boca. Is, is mouth. Is that
0: right? We're moving the boca! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, those are my the stopping grounds, so if you I guys know. need any suggestions... Yeah. You See you on the
2: shuffleboard coach. <laughs> that's right. We're some coming at in lock, stock, and barrel.
0: I bet there's some oh, good pickleball oh, oh, somebody's
2: okay. going to the bowl game, and somebody's I, going to
1: be
0: playing some pickleball. Over
1: ball. under how long did it Let, take but for us to but, talk but, about pickleball. Before,
2: before, 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 yeah. listen. Okay. Just, I want, to, I want to put off your point right there. Okay? Here's the other thing that's good, and I put this on the Twitter machine. Right? I put this out on the Twitter machine. And that is Ian McCall made the right decision in hiring Josh Aldridge to be the interim head coach mm-hmm. because that's the guy to, sh- to straighten the ship out. Yeah. Right? That's right. the guy that's going to get them fired up, get them ready to play, and get them prepared. So that, that, that was a good them, call. And no doubt.
1: Them, and let them have fun. You know, like, you can – I feel like they're letting loose a little bit and they're focused and they're going to be ready to play in this game. But I think, you know, you've seen on social media, they're having balloon fights and they're going movie nights and stuff like that. I mean, you're going down to South Florida to practice for, what, three or four days and then go play in a football game in a beautiful stadium a mile from the beach, like – Go live it up, guys. I'm, I'm pumped for them. But we've talked enough, and we will hear from Coach Aldrich in just a moment. But let's talk a little bit about this Toledo team yeah. because, you know, Jason Candle has been um, leading that program for seven seasons. So you know that there's um, he's established a culture. These, these guys know how to play, and, yeah. and it's definitely going to be a fight for Liberty.
0: Well, I think the biggest thing, and I know Joe's going to get into, he has a lot of good points here on this, but for me, one of the big things I'm looking at is you talk about Daquan Finn, their quarterback. Yeah who is a dual-threat guy. And so you think about, boy who can you? Can,
2: is that? Oh, I was like, a where is fin? What are you doing? I was like, a where is she going with that?" Yeah.
1: A fin and the shark in the Boca Raton <laughs> oh, yeah. waters. Well, oh, yeah.
2: wow. You could, can, that, yeah, they could.
1: Yeah, if you guys need a reporter for the game, yeah, okay. I am available. Oh, Toledo. My line. You yeah, go, 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 I'm sorry. sorry Matt's go. mad because I interrupted oh, him for the I mean, first time this Flame Central <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <powered> uh,
0: <laughs> dual-threat guy. With Matt. He averages 55 rushing yards per game, leads the team. Eight rushing TDs, most on the team. Tied for the most rushing attempts on the team despite missing two games with injury. So I was thinking, like, okay, how have the Flames fared this season against dual-threat quarterbacks? So I went back a little bit and looked. K.J. KJ Jefferson, Arkansas. Liberty held him to his second-fewest rush yards in a game this season. Mm. DJ Irons for Akron, a mobile guy. Liberty held him to his lowest rush yards in a game this year. It was actually negative one after some of the titles for loss. The one that really jumps out that you hope is oh, the gosh, anomaly oh, is gosh. your boy and mine, <laughs> Diego Pavia, who ran Diego! for a season best, 125 Where yards, which was go, a, Diego? a quarter of his rush yards on the season. So wow. do we throw that out? I, I that. think we throw that out. And you say there was Chocolate. a lot of other stuff going on there. But on the whole, this year, the Flames have done a really Ooh. good job of keeping guys that can burn you with their legs, of keeping that from happening, of keep making them pass from the pocket, of pressuring them and making them uncomfortable. And so I think that's going to be the key. By the way, if you get after Finn a little bit, he has 12 interceptions in 11 games, including seven interceptions in his last four games. I oh, didn't wow. throw any in the MAC title game, but he has thrown a lot of interceptions here down the stretch. So you get after him, you put a little pressure on him, I think that could be uh, beneficial for the Flames, and they may reap the rewards in the back.
1: I I wonder if Rocket, not Toledo Rockets, but Liberties oh, Rocket, Rocket Ring Rahimi, is going to yeah. get some yeah. of those interceptions. You're just trying Look, to tie all, am, end it right? is, all it, in. It is. It feels really good. Okay,
2: here's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> so you got you got this running quarterback. Yeah. 1254 career. So he's consistently done it. Yeah. Okay. Nine touchdowns in 2021 and eight in 2022. So yeah. this guy has proven that he can do it over over a couple of years, but. What that's the bad news. Here's the good news. Liberty leads the nation in tackles for losses. Mm-hmm. What causes tackle for losses? Penetration on the offensive side of the football. That's why when you see Matt Warner, the KJ Jefferson, because if you can get to a guy who's a runner quickly, yeah. right? And that's what you have to do. The problem is, is when you let a runner sit back in the pocket and your guys are stuck at sooner point sooner sooner later they're going to take an edge and go one way or that that's all a quarterback does he watches your defensive end he's getting hung up and then oh he took the edge inside he lost contain then I'm going to break out the, what liberty does a great job of when coach aldridge does a great job of, with his front is his slants his blitz, blitz packages that he, that causes penetration quickly and when you can get penetration in the offensive backfield Quickly, you can shut down a dual threat, dual threat quarterback, and we've seen and it. that's from their
0: specialty: the interior of that defense. line. Yes. we've seen the Asagades, the Kendi Charles give that push right up the middle, and then basically, then he's turning and running into the arms of a Darrell Johnson or a Sean
2: Clark. Kendi Charles is one of the most utilized weapons on. It. He goes a little bit unsung hero, yeah. and when you look at overall, if you sit down, the guy we talked about, talked to Coach Aldridge about this, is you can line him at nose tackle. All right, and he'll bull rush you yeah. and run your center over. Which he where he does that good is late in games. When people get tired, he gets better. Yeah. Right, and, he, and then that the same time, you can take him out to a nine technique, move him to the outside, and then rush him upfield or bring him on the twist because he runs well enough to bring him back on the twist game. When you can take a big guy that size and move him around the field, man, it opens everything up. That's why you see so many. He's one of the main reasons why you see so many tackles for loss by Liberty defense. Yeah.
1: When you look at Liberty's offense, they've averaged 28.2 points per game. That's good for 68th in the country. I think the quarterback shuffle has been um, a factor in that. So, with that quarterback shuffle, four guys... Um, who's playing under center for the Flames, or who should? I mean, I it's,
2: it's, Alders it's said, top secret. I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. it
0: could be all of them. It, it could secret. be, you know, we might see the Superback in this game. Like it could said. be no. the <laughs> Superback. <laughs> that's, no, yeah, that's, that's the old Southern Miss. Yeah, 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 the old yeah. Southern Miss yeah. Superback. Yeah,
2: right. Fra- uh, the Frank Gore.
0: Yeah. Fred Gore. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's probably, if I had to guess, would likely be some combination of Bennett and Salter, like like mm-hmm. we've seen, you know, when Salter's been healthy. Uh, but I, I'll say this. I like the approach from Aldridge. He's not trying to, like, make – he's he's upfront about it. You're asking me about offense? I'm not telling you about
2: it. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's
0: not even trying to play the whole, <laughs> like, well, you know, like, be vague. He's just like, no, I'm just not – I'm not going to yeah. tell you. And, like, why would you at this point? Right. Like, leave it as just mysterious yeah. as possible for a Toledo sure. defense to have to try to figure it out.
1: Right. How difficult is that for a well, defense
0: to okay, figure well, you, out? You Or look, is
1: it not?
2: Or what just, if,
0: Joe – Yeah. what if, Joe, the Flames came out and yeah. it's like – they're running the triple option. They're going triple option. He's Aldridge was like sitting back watching Army, Navy, and yeah. he's like, you Hi, know what? We can do what? this. We can do this. <laughs> we do this. They pass hard. it three
2: times, yeah. and they run the triple option. Yeah.
1: Maybe that's yeah, what he's DeMario got cooked up. in the run game. I feel like he had huh? success. You know That's remember. a good
2: point. The, the Demario in the run game, when you watch uh, Akron on film, they're really Toledo. good. Yep. Um, uh, Toledo, yeah. Sorry. No, Akron, no. sorry. Yeah. Toledo. When you watch Toledo on film, they're really good uh, in the interior of their defense. The two guys inside, um, it's yeah, Deshaun Johnson and then uh, the Heinz kid. Both those guys are really good. When you, they, they get pressed, they get pushed. It's going to be hard to run the ball in between the tackles. It's going to be difficult. But you go back to that UConn game where they had to get a little creative in the in the run game, mm-hmm. bringing DeMario Douglas in the run game might be a factor that you potentially can well, see.
0: And you talked about the coaching staff for Toledo. If you want to go unsung heroes maybe, yeah, their defensive line coach, Craig Kuligowski, is one of the best in the country. Like you think about, and I know you know where I'm from, I know that name. He was at Mizzou back when they were going to the SEC title. Game oh, see, you're So giving he had a... the Alden Smiths, the Shane Rays. The, he had all of those when Mizzou was putting NFL guys from the D-line. You know, they are pumping those guys out. He was that dude. And he is one of the better defensive line coaches in the country. He's and spot on.
1: Matt, I, and Warren's I heard...
2: re- Matt Warren's research, I did not know that. I know. Matt I... Warren's research is spot on. It, as
1: it as is. I heard that he has more beef than a Texas cattle ranch, yeah. too. Oh, right. why yeah. <laughs> did <doing> you my <line?
0: laughs> She just stole your line. You,
1: stole. you just talked about those two guys, and it's with a star right there on your notes. <laughs> and he didn't Texas use it. I'm Colorado. not. He, you he was supposed to use that on our Flame Central show, and he never, he, stop, he never stop. went stop, stop. to hold it. On, hold on, hold on. So I want to make sure we're getting these yeah, great He's lines. has
0: got another
2: one. Hold on. He's right. got backup. Okay, listen. Toledo has a cornerback. Yeah. Good yeah, player. The, uh, Mitchell. Yeah. It, it's how do you say this it. for a Keon. Um, I think it's Quinn, 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 that's the don't. pronunciation guy. Uh, Quinn, Mitchell. Okay. Listen to this. Four picks versus Northern Illinois. Four, right? Two of them went back for, for, touchdowns, t- yeah. Went yeah. Back for touchdowns. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You've got a star next to this. No,
1: like wait. You're about- he leads the nation in 20 passes defended too. And second team all America. Yeah. yeah.
2: Second team all America. I mean, a guy can play. He's got more picks than the Cowboys in the 89 Herschel Walker trade.
0: Oh, no, that was good. <laughs> not a lot
2: people will get that. That was historical. That was historical. Information. You have to be a football yeah, fan right. to get yeah, that. Yeah. You, you didn't get
1: that. I <laughs> didn't get that. No. I didn't get that. No, way. It just, I'm still looking yeah. at it going over my head. The 89
2: Herschel Walker trade yeah. okay. built the Dallas Cowboys Guess to win what? I was Super born Bowls.
1: in 89, Juliak, yeah, oh so gosh. get it together. Um, all right. Let's. Anything else we right. want to touch on before we go into our Josh Aldridge?
0: Uh, yes. Last thing for me would be, and this is more of a question for you, Joe. Ahmad Walker is not going to be playing for this defense. Yeah. Right. Huge. Transferred huge. out. Yeah. What does that do for this defense? And in some ways. Have the Flames been well prepared for this? Because yeah. he got ejected for targeting in two yeah. out of the last and, three games.
2: And I think I think you like people worry about that a lot in bowl games, yeah. right? But what you have to understand is that a lot of the second and third team guys that are out there, they're really good players, yeah. but they just don't get a chance to play. Mm-hmm. And so now, when you see, hey, so and so opted out of this ball game or that ball game, and then all of a sudden you find you see these guys, you start seeing people in ball games like, wait, where has this guy been, right? Well, he's been on the bench because he's been behind so and so, and you have a couple things going on. Especially for Liberty, is this is an audition, mm-hmm. okay? Because Jamie Chadwell is going to be watching the football game, and this is the first impression he's going to get. So if, if you're a backup, and X is not playing, Y is not playing, Z is not playing, and you get the opportunity to play this is your audition to show what you can do as you prepare to go into the off season and in, in, in the spring football. So I think it's just, it's it's a great opportunity where guys who have a ton of motivation to play really well and they're good players. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously you'd love to have them out there. But I think one other thing that does help is this isn't the situation where we've seen where it's all of a sudden one play and you're like, Oh shoot. Now we've got to figure out how to play without him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure been... they have had plenty of time to scheme Jack Curtis, Josh yeah. Aldrich, all those guys yeah. to figure out, okay, This isn't a surprise now. He's not sitting over here on the bench because of a penalty. Now we have time to prepare to to make up for
1: that. Another guy in this defense, Scruggs, you know, I found it interesting yesterday how these guys have turned into leaders. Or they've always led this team, right? But a lot of the guys yesterday in the press conference is saying that this is a more player-led team than ever before, you Mm -hmm. know, with the exit of of Coach Freeze. But Scruggs also saying that um, he's giving advice to some of these younger players. He's gone through two coaches changes, and I know he's not going to be here next year, but – You know, he had Freeze come in from Gill, and then now Chadwell come in for Freeze. So, it's interesting that he's telling these players, like, if you're going in the transfer portal solely because there's a coach's change, Uh, guess what? You're going to have a new coach wherever you transfer to. So, it was just interesting to see, like, these guys offering that advice to some of these younger players because it is a really confusing time.
0: Sure, yeah. And and he said, you know, the grass isn't always greener, and that's true. And we've you told the stat last week, I think about, was it 40% of the guys that go into the portal – end up at the same level or better right. the the rest get kind of yeah. lost in the shuffle and so yeah his his whole message was just hang tight don't make any rash decisions yeah. just see how some stuff shakes out it doesn't have to be right now think about this think about two of the guys some of the guys that liberty added out of the portal like Dennis Sogade what oh, Josh yeah. Alders said he was very late in the mm-hmm. process yeah. mm-hmm. so so like everyone's like oh i got to get in right now like just slow down right. let some things play out get to know get to see what Coach Chadwell's staff is going to look like, there's there's no rush. There's no rush. And I think that's been the message that Javon Scruggs has been trying to preach to some of the younger guys.
1: All right, still so much to cover. We have bold predictions a yeah. little bit later in the show, so you don't want to miss that. But for now, let's check in with interim head coach Josh Aldridge. Let me just tell you how grateful and thankful we are that interim head coach Josh Aldridge took the time to come on the Flame Central podcast.
2: Um Powered by who's that coach? Alcova right. Mortgage. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he's on board. Right. Mouth, yeah, so
1: here's the deal the press conferences on Monday are usually um, right before we start taping the Flame Central podcast, right. powered by Alcova Mortgage. And we have to like scoot out a little early. I feel when bad
0: every week. I sit it's in there, so I sit bad. there for Coach Freeze, and he finishes, and I walk out right as Coach Aldridge is walking in. Oh. And he always yeah. just kind of looks at me like,
2: you really? not staying? Really? No, I wouldn't do that to you, Coach. you wouldn't. Yeah, I'd be right there money. with you yeah. to the end. Yeah. That's a tape. That's it's
1: that. because we're coming to tape um, the podcast, so we apologize. So thank you for coming on this show. Uh, talk to us about how much of a whirlwind the last few weeks have been for you.
3: Uh, it's a lot. You know, just... The interview process, obviously, and then after that, hiring a head coach, and you know, you feel like you've got one foot on the 23 season and another one on the 22 season because I'm helping recruit for the 23 season, but I'm trying to hold together the 22 season right. And you're uh, you're short a bunch of coaches, obviously, and a few players, obviously. So uh, just that—that's really been the biggest thing is just holding that group together, the coaching staff and the uh, players, and. Whoever shows up for the plane tomorrow, that's who, that's who, that's who, that's who we'll take, that's who we'll take yeah. with us. So, Love it. Uh, Love so it. That, that's just uh, our mentality.
0: And was, well. Yeah, Obviously a weird situation. you name named the interim head coach. Do you feel like even in this kind of weird in-between stage, like are you trying to put your stamp on the preparation or or the way you guys are going about it? Are you trying to do anything? You're, you're not Coach Freeze. You're mm-hmm. not Coach Shadwell. Are you making use of this time to kind of say, all right, this is how I'm going to do it? Are you changing much? Like, what's that been uh,
3: It hasn't been as much about putting my stamp on it as much as I want the players, especially these older guys, to finish the way they want to finish, yeah. right? So we've changed up some things at practice that they've requested and things like that. So it's it's less about me and more about them, mm. you know, and that's not the company line. I, I really mean that. Um, so uh, I just want those guys to go out on top, and I want it to be fun, yeah. right? They've been through a lot this year, a lot of highs and lows, and uh, I just want it to be fun and them to enjoy this last week. Yeah.
2: Have you had to step away because of the duties of being a head coach and give more responsibility to Coach Curtis with the defensive game plans and stuff, preparing for the bowl game? Or have you been like, hey, I'm just going to – I understand I have to wear the head coach hat right now, but I'm going to prepare as the defensive coordinator with Coach Curtis. Or have you had to hand a little bit more of that
3: over to him? Uh, it really hadn't been very different. You know, being the interim head coach, you know, I'm not making any decisions within the program because we have a head coach, right? Yeah. You know, I'm just really – the focus, I'm the coach for the preparation of the bowl game for Toledo, right? Yeah. So um, there's not a ton of prep in, involved that's any different for me. Um, now at practice, I let Jordan Cantrell run the endo with the linebackers a little more so I can float and encourage everybody and yeah. stuff. But uh, nothing's really changed there. Okay. So.
1: I mean, when you sign up for college football, I feel like this is just part of the game mm-hmm. and, and how, how it works in this um, profession. But what do you think you've learned in the last few weeks?
3: Ooh. I've learned that just it's just a total different dynamic now that you have the transfer portal and things like that, right? You know, before guys just learned to deal with it or this, that, and the other. You know, yeah, stick it out. You know, and and uh, and now you know it's almost like a not an excuse, but it's a way out, right? And and right, wrong, or indifferent—that's what it is. And and so uh, just trying to say, hey, trust it and and see see this through. Right, see this through. Liberty's a good place. I tell these recruits all the time. It doesn't, to be quite honest, it doesn't matter if Mickey Mouse is the head coach at Liberty. (laughs) They'll probably be pretty good just in terms of the resources we get now. Whether they win ten instead of eight, or you know, you win a championship as opposed to being good, all those things. I think coaching matters there. But Liberty, at a minimum, has the foundation to be a solid place just because of the resources in our administration and our locale for recruiting.
1: We're going to dive into Toledo, but very important question
3: before we talk about
1: the game plan. Um, do you play pickleball?
3: I oh, know. well, you I brought it. I, 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 I saw. I saw, I saw there was a there was, was, a, champion was a, champion yeah, it's it's a champion crown.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's not
3: about me. It's,
1: mean, it's not
2: about looked me. It's not about like
3: it was cold. Too. <laughs> it was freezing cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it cold.
2: Was cold. <laughs> Let he me tell you something. has been code.
1: walking around the office.
2: Matt and talking I talking
1: about the. Tell them what it's like to like have your own league and not win it.
2: Yeah, well, you know, I have one, Lee. I am a champion. My name is on the banner, so back off. Yeah. Okay, let's start with that. Now, coach, Matt we have I,
0: blazers.
2: We have blue blazers. You have... get a
0: little crest when you win or a champion. I need to get that. It's added like the to man- it's like it, it is exactly. Yeah. Coach, I have
1: never so. been invited. Coach, so. Been coach
2: we, a classier it's so of the ridiculous. Band. Saturday night is a Christmas party, and I just want to let you know we have a band. They're called the Pickle Boys, yeah. <laughs> and 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 the band will be playing Saturday night. He's Matt gonna Warner. Let me tell you what kind of competitor Matt Warner. You would have loved to coach Matt Warner. Like he's a little undersized right? But he can shoot gaps. He's a (laughs) gap shooter, right? He get in the backfield quickly, right? And he's going to leave it all out there. Matt Warner in the championship match threw his paddle twice. The fence that we play at, it's probably 12 feet high. One time it was six inches from going over the fence. This guy does not mess up. I like,
0: like I you, I play, you know, they say, don't dip into the black. That's where <laughs> I live. It's, just, it's in the black. So, okay, yeah.
1: sorry for wasting yeah. your time. Yeah. No, right. you're good. No. Do you play? Have no, you played? No, I don't play uh, football. Uh, we'll no. have to get you out there. No. It's, it's a good time. I'm not invited to this no, league, no. but um, if... If no, you no, want to go, man. I'm only. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll start my own League. All right. What do you have for, for Coach on Toledo? Well, I
0: was going to ask. You're taking on a dual threat quarterback, mm-hmm. and we were talking earlier about success you guys have had against the, mm-hmm. the KJ Jeffersons, uh, yep. against you, you know the Irons kid for Akron, who could who yep. run a little bit. The last week, obviously, Pavia did what he did. Do you see that more as with all the other stuff going on? That's kind of the anomaly. What have you done to find success against some good running quarterbacks previously?
3: You know, you just got to try to mix it up on them. You know, I don't think you can commit to saying we're going to play uh, soft coverage and just spy him. I don't think you can commit to saying we're just going to pressure and overload him. You got to mix it up, right? Um, especially solid ones like the ones you're talking about that we've played this year. Um, this guy's no different. Um, I think he does a great job within their offense. They give him very simple, easy reads to make where. They don't screw it up. you know. That's what I've told, said yesterday, is what I noticed about their offense is they just, they try not to just, just don't screw it up, right? You know, and just be methodical. And as a defensive coach, a lot of times your mentality is if we just stay on top and don't give up the big play, they'll eventually do something wrong. You know, you're not worried about the yards, you're worried about the points, right? Yeah. And, but they do a great job of being methodical and being patient and all those things. And then like, you said his athleticism allows him to escape things, right? So you might actually get him into a negative play and it turns into a two yard gain. Those are the frustrating ones. Yeah. Those frustrate me more than the the scrambles for a first down. It's the ones where you've got them in the backfield yeah. and it ends up being a three yard gain, right? Cause there's a big difference between second and 13 and second and seven. So um, stuff like that. What has been like, man, it's unbelievable. Lead the nation
2: and tackle mm-hmm. for losses. You know, mm-hmm. what the combination between scheme and players talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit, and why you guys have had so much success and sacks. Also, I don't know yep. where they finished in sacks. Yeah. Yeah. four fourth, fourth. Number one nation tackle for line, number four in sacks. So, what what has been your key to success in those two areas?
3: Uh, a couple things. One, we had a lot of good players coming back, and, and uh, my goal was to be much more multiple this year. I think when you watched us this, this year, yeah. you saw us doing a lot of things, and. Um, I wanted to do that, but only if our kids could grasp it. And that's a credit to our kids and the offseason and them being able to grasp what what we put in and all those things and just the multiplicity of being able to move a guy like Darrell Johnson around. You know, because when you have a great player on defense, those guys can scheme up protections or plays, getting away from him, and just having the ability to do so many different things with guys like him and our linebackers I think was – the main reason we could get all those tips. I've seen,
2: I've seen you move Kendi Charles around, like, yeah, and and then mm-hmm. you bring him on the twists and mm-hmm. and from the outside back to inside. Then he get, you get late in the game and yep. man, when he get he's in better
3: shape and he bull rushes and he's yeah. like, what what is he meant to
2: to your defense yeah, from that he, aspect?
3: He's obviously very dynamic. You know, we, it's really cool for me being here the last four years. Uh, if you go back and probably watch like all our signing class videos yeah. mm-hmm. you'll hear us say about a lot of guys on defense well he's really dynamic he can yeah. do multiple things he's really broadcast. he's really dynamic he knew multiple things and the reason you want guys like that is it allows you to be multiple in scheme yeah and also if there's ever injuries or you have a COVID season yeah, right. and you don't and you don't <laughs> know like who you're going to have week to week you can move those pieces around and they can play multiple things so i think we're we're seeing the fruition of some good signing classes of dynamic players yeah and we want to continue to do that. And
1: awesome. those signing classes, I mean the level of recruit you guys yeah. bring in through the last 4 years you've talked mm-hmm. about that, but talk about once that recruit comes in and is on the roster, how you guys have been able to develop them to another level, you know, mm-hmm. throughout your your time here. Well, the
3: first thing is the commitment from the administration nutritionally and the strength staff and all those things. That's a huge part of college football. We've our situation from that standpoint is probably better than almost every group of 5. You know, a lot of group of 5s do not have the training table like we have, right. and we're getting them at least two meals a day, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. In our building, right? We're not just saying, I hope you go home and eat, right. you know. And that's a, that's a big deal at the group of five level, hardly any. There's a lot of power fives that we have yep. better stuff than in that regard. Um, and then it's just their commitment to buying into our system, right? It's not just a off season, you know, it's a year round thing and developing their bodies and things like that. And I think you see guys like Kenny Charles who didn't play a whole lot his first year here. Well, it's because he was in the white room extra, right? So he saw the benefit of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, that I think you just got to be really intentional when you're developing those guys that way. Take mm-hmm. me
0: into the bowl game. What's unique or different about coaching if there is a bowl game as opposed to, you know, week five, week six of a regular season. You have this gap and then you have this one game. Do you feel like in terms of what happens on the field, does it, feel different? Does it take teams a little longer to kind of find their footing? Is it any different than coaching a game in the middle of the season?
3: Yes, you know, in years past, and Coach Curtis and I had this discussion because he's obviously coached for a long time, I think the team that usually wins is the team that starts fast mm-hmm. usually, uh-huh. right? Because they don't have to get used to the speed of the game again. Yeah. And that's what we try yeah. tried to do the last three practices is do a lot against each other and not as much Toledo focus and get our kids back in the speed of the uh-huh. game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Uh, if we can start fast and not seem like we've had a few weeks off, you know, sometimes you come off a bye week yeah, yeah. and it's one of two things, right? You look really rested mm-hmm. or yeah. you look slow, sluggish, right? but, you know, sluggish because you right. haven't played, yeah. right? right? So um, that's kind of been our focus is get back in the speed of the game. You
2: know what my personal opinion is? I, it just hit me. I
3: oh, no about way a he's going to share this. Yeah.
1: He's usually so no, this shy. this is good. Coach
2: is going to like this. Stop. <laughs> Coach going to like this. I'm telling you, Coach, when you go down these ball games, right, and when are y'all leaving? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. See, so and you play Tuesday, right? Yep. They feed you like crazy. Yep. And some of these dudes who do not need to be packing on the pounds, they will eat themselves. They eat themselves into defeat I, in the ball game. You would have I,
0: said that year after. Year. I have, yeah. I've yeah. said
2: that. You, these teams that go down there, and it's like, dude, you got to be careful. You can't just. Yeah. You can't eat your, you can't lose the game at the with your fork before the game even starts. That's a yeah. good line. I Solid need point. to take
1: That's a good line. that. Uh, great point. Yeah. Go
2: tell Daniel that. Yeah. Go tell yeah. Dan- like don't yeah. have these guys. These guys just, they, they came on the plane and they weighed two hundred thirty pounds. The game starts and they're two hundred forty pounds, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you want. Why are we so sluggish? Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. tell you why. It's the pain. double cheesecake you took down at the, you know, the Boca yeah. yeah. Raton, yeah. yeah. baby. All right,
1: anything? Pl- what's planned as far as like activities down there? Do you know uh, yet? So
3: there's a, there's a beach party. Oh, yeah, um, a beach party. That, that, oh, yeah, hula,
1: like a, hula dance competition. Uh, uh, yeah.
3: I think something like <laughs> that, yeah. Coach, uh,
2: so. I got a so. hipster to see a paint mixer. I'll be there. So. Oh, wait.
3: yeah. That's a new one. That's a new one. I've heard a lot of one liners <laughs> That's a new one. That's a good one. Oh, well, listen to this podcast. There's a beach party kickoff luncheon, you know, there's several things just around the beach and things. And like how that.
2: do you play that? Are you playing as like, guys, just go have fun, enjoy it, you know, enjoy the experience, or do you make it more, do you preach to them more of like, hey, we gotta do these things, have fun doing them, but it's a business trip. What, how do you, how do you approach, what's your style and approach
3: Um, You know, so we'll get down there the first day and we'll have a pretty early curfew um, because we have to wake up the next morning and practice. Um, so we'll have a, we'll, we'll get down there, get settled in our rooms and have an early curfew, wake up and practice. We'll go to that beach party. After that, we kind of give them some free time to kind of explore. The next day we'll practice again and I'll give them that again. And then once they wake up on Monday morning, it's, we got to start getting in game mode type deal. You know, I I like getting down there and letting them get that out of them, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's let's compartmentalize it a little bit, right? When we're practicing, we're practicing. When we're not, enjoy yourself. But then once Monday comes, it's all ball. It's, right. all, okay. yeah, it's all ball. So it's they're not doing, doing anything
2: you guys Monday evening or anything? like.
3: No no activities. There's no Monday, activities. No. Oh, okay. so, so so Monday's like a Friday before a game, day. you know right. what I mean? So um, I, I like doing that. The co- coach Freeze did that, and uh, so I'm going to keep that schedule.
0: I know you talked about, you know, right now your focus is on, like all on the guys and helping them out. For you personally, though, like an opportunity mm-hmm. to be a head coach oh, yeah. in a bowl game. I mean, you're a competitor. Is yeah. there a part of you that's just like, this, I want to see what I – like, I, I want to be in that moment. Oh, yeah. I want to see what – like, yeah, give me the tough call. Give me the fourth down on my side of the field. Am <laughs> yeah. I going to go or am I going to punt? Give manager. me the – like, let's go. Do you, like, how do, how do you feel about just that
3: opportunity? Oh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about um, being – paying – t- I really never get to watch our offense. Yeah. You know, because I'm over there. Right. You yeah. know, covering adjustments, this, that, yeah. and the other, and they either score or punt team, this, that, and the other. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm eager to, you know, be involved with that. And I'm not calling plays, obviously, but to help them maybe maybe I see something they're doing on defense and things like that. You know, I'm I'm excited about that. Are you exactly. making
2: the calls for when to go for it on fourth down and do all all so you gonna leave it it'll up? Be to collective, your, uh, it'll, but, it'll be collective, but can it'll be I
0: better. just collective. give you one <laughs> yeah. one bit of advice
2: yep. on that? Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: if uh, it, if anything goes out. wrong, yeah. first if it goes right, well, you just hear say, You just going. say yeah. like I just knew it, I yeah. had belief. If it goes wrong, all you have to say is listen, the book said go. Yeah. Oh, that's all. Like that's that's the line, and you're good. Yeah, analytics across said across do it across all coaching. Yeah, you see it at all levels now. Any that's all you have to say, he, he, and everyone just goes, "I guess he's. I guess I didn't see
3: the book. He must be right." I keep joking with everybody. He probably remembers. You remember when he, there was always a debate whether Houston Nutt was actually calling plays at Arkansas, yeah. yes. and they yes. they had a big they had a big touchdown, yeah. and after the game he came to the report and said, "I called that <laughs> play, brother." <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I'm going to say. It, it, it. is <laughs> halftime. We've yeah. got a big touchdown. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm, I'm going to use that line. I called that play, brother. How much do you stretch? Because here's the
2: thing that gets. As a head coach, like the little things. How much do you stress over? And this is my pet peeve: the clock management. Are you getting yourself in a clock management deal? Are you going to handle the
3: clock management issues, or you got other people around well, you? That's probably, when to call
2: timeout? When to you know? All that's that probably kind of
3: one stuff. of the main things that I'm going to make sure I'm involved with with the offense because I think if somebody else is worrying about the clock, it makes it easier on you as a play caller. Right, yes. so you're sitting there yes. calling the right. plays. Yeah. That person's paying attention to the clock. They're not worried about X's and O's, all that stuff. They're worried about the situation mm-hmm. and what's going on. I think I can help with that, you yeah. know. And um, and it's just a matter of being on the same page before the game. Hey, this is going to be our style, these situations, this is what we want to yeah. do, blah, blah, blah. And then I know that, and so whenever our offense is calling the plays, I can keep an eye on that and I can be on the same page with them and help yeah. them with that. So they're paying attention to the situations. You know, the down and distances, blah, blah, blah. And I'm saying, hey, clock's this. What are we thinking? Timeout, yep. All yep. that stuff. Yeah. So
0: I can tell you, I'm fired up. I know. I'm, fired. I'm, I'm Like, like, like seriously, yeah, fired up. We've all enjoyed so much getting to talk to you over the years. Like I know we're fired up for you to get this opportunity. Yeah, so I like I mean it's exciting. It. Yeah. I hope you guys come out fast. Yeah, it's been it
3: it's on. been a fun uh, it's been yeah. a fun week with the kids. You know, uh the joy the look on their face when Ian told them I was the interim, I could tell, especially the ones I've coached. Yeah. I mean, they're excited. And so it, it's been a fun week. Oh, you
1: could see it on social media too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were all giving yeah. you shout outs Coach, I've been
2: <laughs> pumping your tires for a while now. Like I told you, I've been pumping your tires. I'm telling you that and I said this earlier that you are one of the best young coaches in the nation right now. And I, I see that. how your defense is schemed. I see the, how they, the players play. I see the toughness in them, the desire in them, the passion in them, They do all this thing. And a lot of that comes back to a coach who knows to get it out of the players. Some guys can get it out of their players, but they don't understand the schemes. Some guys do the schemes really well, but they don't know how to get their players to play hard. You got the combination of both. So whatever happens, I'm telling you what, you're, you, you've got a great
3: coaching career ahead of you. I appreciate that. And, you know, I think uh, the feeling is mutual, and I see how hard uh, work is being done by Alcova Morgan. Oh, uh, that
1: was great. Now you're a fan <laughs> for life. He's going to be an Aldridge fan for say life. Say.
3: You can say go say on Google. the Google machine. Yeah. yeah. I hear it. Yak, pronounce my name. Yak. Yak. You're ahead of. You're ahead of a former head coach. Yes. That used to be here.
1: Yeah. No, but it's been really cool that the players, you know, not only playing for you, but you, like, coaching for them, too. Yep. I've done so many features on on your guys, mm-hmm. and it's so crazy. You're running out midfield, like, doing a jump, yeah, and, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. really cool. You can tell that that yeah. bond is, is real.
3: Yeah, and, I, I think it's important, you know, that uh, I, I've never understood how you can try to get players to play passionately and you don't coach passionately, yeah. right? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, yeah. you know. So uh, I, I can't ask them to do something that I'm not going to do. So that's uh, just always been my focus.
1: So excited, The Boca Raton Bowl. Those are my old stomping grounds. I am an FAU alum, so okay. if you need to know, this is how you do the owl. Oh, yeah. Good? I'm an FAU owl. We'd do have a close-up. Really you make people do that?
3: No, I uh, just made it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, right. already, yeah. But
1: yeah, who, who go owls. But I'm really rooting for the flames yeah, in, in the Boca Raton
3: Bowl. Yeah, Thank you so
1: much, much for coming
3: on. Thanks for having me. Tear them up, it. Coach. Tear them up, baby. It's the plan.
1: So, love that guy. Aldridge yeah. still, you know, his future's undecided, but I know he'll be fine, whatever happens, and it'll be meant to be. But um, you want to say something, oh, Joe? Go oh, ahead. Josh
2: Aldridge, I'm telling you, I love that guy.
1: I love him. I mean, that
2: dude is one of the best young football coaches in America. Yeah, He is outstanding. He, is, he, he can recruit, right? He knows how to recruit. Yeah. He knows how to connect with kids. He understands schemes. And defenses, and wherever he ends up coaching, and hopefully it's here. But wherever he ends up coaching, that guy's coaching career has going. Goes, that's right th-
1: up. That, there's no like cool line that no, you that have. It's, 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 like that's a rocket. Speechless. I mean, he came, from, hey,
2: he came from the LR Bears. That's right. I mean, he was an LR Bear, Division II yeah. LR Bear, and and I love the Bears. My son, hey, my proud my lacrosse program, my, very proud. Yeah. My son played lacrosse there, played Ooh. for national championship. And guess who else came from the LR Bears? What's that? It's, 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 it's the safety for uh, the Patriots. The starter. his name's escape. Oh, his name's escaping. Oh, his name's That's going to drive me nuts okay, right now. Okay, well, you have a phone? We'll hey, go to the Google machine. Hey. Uh, but he's a, he's he started for a few years from L.R. Bears. But no, Josh Alder's career Bam, straight up. And hopefully, hopefully, hey, let's hey, let's let's. Okay.
1: Another guy's career who's gone straight up thanks to um, Alcova Mortgage is our good oh, friend Kyle Joe Yock. Kyle
2: Duggar. Kyle Duggar. Yeah. Kyle Duggar. Got Kyle Duggar. There you yeah. go. Starts safety um, for the uh, yeah. Patriots. Uh, LR Bear. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, go, yeah. go, 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 Not, go, not go, sure go if you know this, but the yeah. Flame
1: Center podcast is, oh. in fact, powered by the Alcova Mortgage. That's right. And Are Joe Yock is you your guy. Be? So if you're looking for a home, yeah, you know, he is do. your guy. Go ahead to the Google.
0: Or if you're down there at the RoofClaim.com, Boca yes. Combo, Joe. You may spot him there, hey, and maybe Joe, they, they, what's they, going on? Yeah, how hey, you doing, man.
2: Hey, I was thinking about buying a house. Perfect Somebody time, why not? Perfect time Come to ask on, any let's questions. Let's go play a little golf, yeah. a little pickleball. Yeah. You know, we'll talk. We'll talk interest rates. We'll talk closing costs. We'll get you all squared away. It's almost too easy. Too easy. Yeah. Too easy. But how do we find you? You go on the Google machine. Yeah. You go straight to the Google machine, and you type in. Joe, right? That's an easy one. That's to spell. an easy one. J U E. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh,
3: Titan I Joe. gotta get in and, the,
2: and then the <laughs> you start on that <laughs> again. It's, and then we go J like A U C H. Joe Yock. Yeah. H. Okay? All right. Um, My wife used to have a license plate. Yeah. Because nobody knows how to pronounce her name, right? And uh, it's, as we always say, it's Yock, like rock with yeah. a Y, right? right? And so her license plate said, it's I T S Y O C K. It's Y O C K. It's Y O C K. There
1: you go. I love it. Okay, just in case you guys were all uh, um, wondering how to pronounce yeah. it, hopefully the new head coach here at Liberty knows oh. how to Oh, yeah, right. Um, we're going to go
2: back to that again. Okay. About okay. Pronunciation how many years were you One, here? Yeah. Do? One more. Thank hey, you, you. How many years have you
0: been here?
1: <laughs> how long have we been here? Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. just to look back, yeah. um, right the development of players, you know, yeah. to, just let to look back. Don't let the door
0: hit that. you on the way out. <laughs> Oh salty.
1: Just to <laughs> s- Oh my gosh. It's the Christmas yeah. time. Let's be nice.
2: It's Christmas. Okay, sorry, I'm um, back. I'm so back.
1: we'll talk about Christmas yeah. songs and that might be my yeah. new worst favorite. Yeah. Is that that one that you just sung? Um how have you seen the development of players and not only like the level of player coming into these pro- this football program, but the level um, that they can reach when they leave?
0: Well, I think we've seen it, especially when we talk about Josh Aldridge, but on the defensive line where he has been until yes. this season. You think about a guy like a Kendi Charles who hadn't played a ton of football, Mm-mm. and yet you've seen the growth from him. You've seen it from Adriel Johnson, who was a safety And you've seen him grow and become one of the more dominant defensive ends in in college football, an an absolute force. So, yeah, that is where it's been really exciting watching the growth of guys more than any other, I think, is on that D-line. Some of those young guys that have continued to improve year after year. When they got here, there's like, yeah, there might be some raw talent, but now you've seen them playing not just with that talent, you see seen them playing smart within the scheme. You've seen them doing what
2: they're coached to do. And that's what's helped this defense drive so much. So,
1: you think it's safe to say Darrell Johnson will be seeing him play on Sundays? I
2: think so. Yeah. I mean, when you look at, like, in the NFL, you have to meet, there's a frame category, mm-hmm. like, to be, to be, um, you know, six-foot-four and, and have long arms and to be able to reach out and these tackles are big and they're good. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be, be able to extend and move. And Darrell Johnson can do all those things. But it's not just that. You look, I'm telling you this, and people don't believe me, but I'm telling you, yeah, you look you look at the Liberty defense across the board. Yeah. There are guys that Kenny Charles could potentially play in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Darrell Johnson has a shot to play in the yeah. NFL. Well, will play in the NFL. Mike Smith is legit. Yeah. Telling you, that's a sleeper right there. Mm-hmm. Mike Smith, Jr., and I talked to him after the New Mexico State game. I, I have to see him on the way out, and I was like, dude, you need to keep your head up. You need to keep your head and move forward because you can play, and you can play at the next level. Um, you look at how athletic Rocket Rahimi is. Mm-hmm. You know, So you're talking about – I don't think Liberty's defense ever seen this before. It's like there are dudes, whether that's, whether that's in the NFL – I look at a guy like Treshawn Clark, a little bit undersized, right? But could he go up to Canada and play? You know, like a Frankie Hickson type of player? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Right? That that's a guy right there. And so, you know, whether whether that's the NFL, whether it's CFL, whatever it may be, the, the USFL, I think they,
0: they've got a USFL XFL's guy. coming back. Yeah. The XFL's yeah. coming back. There's
2: guys that can go to the next level and get paid to play football. So and, and there there's there's there are people all over the place. And they're only gonna get more. Right. Only Exciting end up time. More.
1: Yeah, especially with
2: Coach Well that Chadwell. goes back to what you said. It wasn't these guys were NFL-ready right. when they showed they up. They were developed. Right? It's like that says a lot for the defensive staff. Expect the ability to find talent mm-hmm. that goes a little bit under the radar and then develop that talent to put them in a position to be NFL-ready.
1: That's ready, definitely right? rare. Yeah. Okay, well, excited to see how that continues to grow. And these guys are developed with the coach uh, Chadwell staff coming in. Okay, so we want to get to bold predictions, or do we yeah. want to do a little Christmas segment?
2: Let's do a Christmas segment.
1: Christmas segment. The worst... folks
2: are dying to hear the inside of Christmas segment from us. I, I know. really believe
1: what it. What is on the edge of their seats? What is the yacht <laughs> Talk Christmas tradition? Give me like either a funny story or a tradition oh, from a the Yawk family. Th- I mean, ones fun- that are. There's Liberty. a lot of funny
2: stories, but they're probably not very appropriate. Yeah.
1: Okay, so okay. let's just focus on Liberty Way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we gonna keep this one little yeah, way Yeah,
1: please. Uh, I mean we do work at Okay,
2: I'll give you a good one. I'll yeah. give you a good one. Right. The Yacht, uh and it happens in our kitchen at our house, at my yeah. house. We have we, we the Yacht, there's the Yacht compound. Yeah, right. Because right. you got the yachts, and then you got the Stenet's. It's my my yeah. uh, my my, my brother in law yeah. and his wife. My prize friend. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then you got my 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 in-laws, my yeah. father, and we're on this big, large spread complex. And so we come together and we have karaoke yeah. night.
0: Oh, God. it's karaoke
2: oh, wow. night in the yacht kitchen and the but i've got one of that when when uh Jared Yacht my oldest son we somehow, somewhere, like, underneath the couch, we found a pair of the Elvis glasses. <laughs> <The Elvis laughs> it, it had the chops that yeah, came yeah. out oh, right gosh. there. And when by uh, Toby Keith and Willie Nelson and Jared York sang Beer for My Horses, yeah. <laughs> it was an absolute classic. We right? got to dig that video. Yeah, you got to dig yeah, that video. Yeah. So, yes, karaoke night is it. Is
1: All right, it. what about the Warner household?
0: Uh, we just, the biggest one that the kids love is just the uh, – It's cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. Oh, yeah. I heard about these. We put away the cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one.
1: Okay, so my Aunt Karen. uh, I love
2: Aunt Karen. Aunt
1: Karen, yeah. yeah, She stitched a nativity scene (laughs) for my mom and our family like years and years ago. Probably probably 35 years ago, okay? Mm -hmm. But the baby Jesus looks like a chicken nugget, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So. Um we hide baby it's a it's like a tradition that at what you don't tell the other sibling or whatever you're just like go find chicken nugget jesus. Man. So we hide baby Jesus and you know like those in in a kitchen mine was the best last year. Like no one found it. In the it.
2: House?
1: You hide baby Somewhere Jesus the around the house. Oh. And you ha- and it's funny because sometimes you just like are doing something random and, and then you just find the <laughs> chicken Je- yeah. chicken yeah. nugget Jesus. So we- <laughs> is this okay? This isn't against the liberty right? Um, We love Jesus. So mine was the best. No one found mine last year for days, okay? Because you know like those massive spoons and forks that you hang on the wall in your kitchen? I put baby Jesus on the fork. I didn't puncture him, but I hid him him. in between two of the prongs. And no one looked up to find baby Jesus for like days. But baby Jesus is back in his... um, you know, in the in the warm, they he's, call it a he's yeah. Well, no, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but yeah. anyway, so that's our tradition around. It's cool. The... No, I I knew that. I was yeah. talking about his. Okay, so we're gonna move on to the worst Christmas song. We've talked about this years ago. Yeah. What is your worst Christmas song, Matt Warner?
0: My least favorite Christmas song. There's two. Uh, so this is Christmas by John Lennon. So Lynch.
2: this is Christmas. Brutal,
0: brutal song. Can't and a happy yeah. Flip it off year. every time. Change it. Yeah. That's- Emily doesn't know. That, that actually I do was better. Know that, that was actually better than the original yeah. uh, recording. Oh,
1: I do know that song. And gonna...
0: then uh, Santa Baby in all its variations.
2: Santa Baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's so yeah.
1: creepy. Yeah. Um, I think mine Santa is. Baby. Santa, baby. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah. Oh, you're in a lounge. Uh-huh, that's right. Vegas lounge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Under yeah. The tree. yeah. yeah.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's worse than that. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: I think my f- least favorite is the hippopotamus one. Yeah. I'm on oh, yeah, a hippopotamus for Christmas.
3: You
2: know, Stupid. it's just
1: obnoxious to me. Stupid.
2: All right, I'm gonna give you a best and a worst. Okay. I have to do my best. Okay. All right, Your best or worst first? Best. <laughs> best first is gonna be. Um, he takes it so seriously. Yeah. It's very serious. It's yeah. by far. It puts me in the Christmas spirit. Okay. Last Christmas by Wham! Wow, really? Wow. Not by Taylor Swift. All right. And Christmas. don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love me some T Swift. I know you. I love me some T Swift. Oh,
1: Beeb's Christmas. You gotta love it. Last Christmas
2: by Wham. Okay. Is my favorite. Okay. Okay. Least favorite?
0: Christmas Shoes. Christmas (laughs) Shoes. That has been, I believe I looked it up last year. Christmas Shoes is the least favorite Christmas song of all time.
1: It does make sense. It's it's not great. It's too sad.
0: It is very sad.
1: Um, I'll keep you guys posted (laughs) on where I'm hiding baby Jesus on my Twitter account. Um, Let's get to bold predictions. Toledo and Liberty taking part in the RoofClaim.com bookathon bowl. Bowl. Powered by Alcova. Tuesday, is that the 20th? Tuesday, Tuesday, the 20th. Bold prediction.
0: All right, here we go. Bold prediction for me. It kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier. Liberty with three interceptions. So they get back on the turnover train. Javon Scruggs leads the team in tackles and has one of the interceptions.
1: Do we have a final score prediction?
0: Yeah, give it to them. I will say Liberty 27. Oh, don't take that. Toledo 17.
1: Okay. Um, I was going to say Darrell Johnson with a certain number of sacks, but I'm going to go just like the defense in general gets five sacks in the game and Liberty wins 27-24.
2: Nice. I like it. Okay. So, i writing them down. We are growing these, up down, so much yeah. that <laughs> we—that is
1: really something this season oh, yeah. that we have taken it above and beyond, writing yeah. these down and actually yeah. holding each other
2: accountable. Okay. Before I get to my ball production.
0: Oh yeah. Do you have any other star items on your sheet? You'd like yeah. To before More
2: you that, yeah. let's talk about Perry Boone. Okay. Tell Perry me. Perry Boone to... from Toledo is six feet, two hundred thirty-five pounds. Yeah. Transfer from Maryland. Yeah. Okay. He's got one of those trunks you see in a California forest.
0: That's good. That's good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like
2: that. All right, okay. next. Okay. Let's also talk about number yeah. eight, Devin Maddox. Let's do it. He's from Lakewood, Ohio. Oh. But he's only. <laughs> you guys yeah. play into each he's other own. and it's just a He's n- only it's just- 5'9", 175 pounds, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's fast. Yeah. He's twitchy. How fast? Oh, he's fast. Yeah. He's fast. He's twitchy and has more wiggle than a six-year-old in a church service.
1: Christmas Eve church.
2: Christmas Eve. Yeah, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, <laughs> Eve, yeah like, waiting to get home. I know.
1: You can you can um, roll, run these by me before if you want to
2: make. It yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Is that it? Okay. Yeah, all right, all it. The so it. Stars okay. Bowl okay, predictions. So, yes. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah, one? I'm ready. I'm ready. Got it? ready one. Okay. I'm gonna say, and I don't. Who knows? who's playing quarterback. Right. Right. Could it be Kane Salter. Could it be Jonathan yeah. Bennett. Whoever. Okay. I'm gonna say we're gonna get three, three quarterback rushing touchdowns. Three quarterback wow. rushing touchdowns. Wow. Okay. Okay. And and the man who's gonna go off because it's gonna be his show. Demario Douglas goes for over 150 combined rushing and receiving yards. Okay. And what's and your, the, your score and prediction? The, and, the, and the final score prediction is the the Flames do it again, hold the offense of Toledo to under 21. Yeah. And they win the game 28 to 20. 28-20. Bada bang. Batting heard yeah, it here first.
1: Chained you heard it here first. Let's pray. Yeah, this really interesting. batting average
0: on both predictions has been pretty
1: good. Thank it you. has been really Thank well. You. And just to remind you guys, we don't have an update on the Flames Fantasy uh, League because obviously oh. they haven't played. But oh. this will be oh. the final, oh. oh. the final oh. game of the season to see oh. who just takes a reminder,
0: the crown. crown. She put the
2: crown
3: on.
0: Joe leads by five, oh, about five points to win. Six yeah. weeks ago, what, she put the crown on herself. I'm back. I'm i on. Okay, so
1: I'm it's little, basically little, within. a
0: fork in them. Joe Yawkin and so I were within five points. My guys all bounced out. They, they're like, yeah.
1: yeah talk about yeah, loyalty yeah, and Matt Warner. He's yeah. <laughs> <It's> not <laughs> a- killing me. I, I uh, think that I'm going to take the crown. Down five, going into the bowl game. Let's go. Demario Douglas does. Scare oh, why me did I
2: ahead. just give Demario Douglas? She's got Demario Douglas, yeah. doesn't she? No, you have Demario. I got Demario. Yeah. You, oh my gosh, you yeah, don't even right, know
0: your team. Right, Talk about
1: right. loyalty. He doesn't even
2: right. care. I
0: got my team. Hey, by um, the way, can I mention real fast? Yes. Next week, the plan right now is to do a Flame Central podcast Power Bio Cova Mortgage. First thing Wednesday morning, yes. so bowl game Tuesday night. You're going to be back in town, correct? Wednesday oh, I'm,
2: I'm, 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 in the airplane after the game. Perfect. We're back here. I'll sl- Just come I'll straight sleep to the, sleep studio, in the studio, sleep in my or office. Leave a, oh cot, my leave a cot. And out so, first there. thing Wednesday morning,
0: we'll have reaction to the bowl game, and we'll get that out
1: Wednesday. Yes, thank you for that reminder. Sorry, it's been a little interesting with the Christmas holidays and, yep. and doing the podcast. We know that you guys basically drive home every Monday listening right. to the Flame Central podcast. Um, we're still efforting. We're,
0: we're going to get Coach out.
1: Yes, Coach Chadwell will be on. We it might be next year, you know. (laughs) Don't you don't see that? Uh, Okay, thanks so much for listening or watching. For Matt and Joe, I'm Emily. Merry Christmas! We'll see you next Wednesday.